Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. We haven't recorded one in a while because uh, we, we followed the Chester method this year, which is a lot like the Fielder method. Mm. But what we did was we pre-recorded many of the episodes or recorded them early. So yeah. uh, past Alex and Akiva did huge favors for current and future Alex and Akiva. Yeah, no, it, it's been really great. never pay them. Yeah, it's been very tolerable. And now mm-hmm. we're just we're two days away from the football season starting. It's very exciting. Yeah, this was easy. This year was easy. I mean, partially because I was on not I was missed a bunch of episodes, but yeah, th- this was this was the easiest one by far. <laughs> like last year, we said we would sooner jump in front of a, like off in front of a train than do it again. And then this year it's like, all right, we could do this forever. I don't care. Yeah. Now, in my personal professional life, I happen to have a window. It made it much more doable. Mm-hmm. That uh, sort of is unusual, and I'm not sure if in future years I'll have that ability. But, you know, we'll take one year at a time. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of professional obligations, uh, you, uh, as a professional, have dove deeper well, into the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers than any team in football, right? Yeah, I've I've, I've dove in, div in. There's not really a good word there. Dived. Dove. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got my finger on the pulse, we'll say. That's mm. it. The defense only or the whole team? The whole team. Except the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, well, the quarterback took an extended vacation in August also. So good for him. Let's let's speculate wildly about why Brady. Well, he, what reality show was he trying out for? So some people say it was um, uh, what's it called? The, not the mass singer. The voice. The, no, it's the, isn't it the mass? Singer? Oh, the mass singer. People didn't say yeah. the mass singer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think. No, he said he's got a lot going on. It seemed like it was a bad thing. My guess is like. They had a family vacation. He had promised to take the kids on or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it gives serious vibes of Favre coming back for his last season in Minnesota. Where his heart didn't seem into it. He was sort of Mm -hmm. retired. They flew down and convinced him he was into his 40s. And then he sort of reluctantly came back, but he wasn't going to bother with camp. And then he yeah, you know, wasn't far of like going back home or something on. like Yeah, and it, it ended up. very, very badly. And like we just assume it'll never end badly for Brady because it never has yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point it will. And yeah, the offseason vibes are very not good. Uh, that's true. But I think if he buys in. It should be fine. Like yeah, I, if I, he's 100 percent committed, the team is rock solid other well, than, but he's you know, not 100 percent committed as he said he's like i'm 45 and i got a lot of shit to deal with 
Yeah, but maybe just getting it done for the regular season. I don't think he's going to like miss games. Yeah, listen, I, I, do you think I, it's a marriage I'm thing? Do you think game Giselle of calling like... uh, for Brady's turn because you know, but it, it, yeah. you know, it will happen at some point. And and part of the reason he was able to so dramatically improve uh, in Tampa versus where he was in New England is because he he surrounded himself with so much elite talent. But mm-hmm. we're not really in that place right now, right? Um, Gronk is gone replaced with Kyle Rudolph. Uh, uh, Antonio Brown is gone, obviously. Um, Julio Jones is here in theory to fill his role as like the future. No, I, he, no I mean, no. The skill position talent is is still... It's still very good, but it's not as good as it was in the last couple of years. Right? They're, they're, they're down to Leonard Fournette as your only running back. They, 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 they have fewer receivers. They drafted t- a guy in the third round this year. Their tight end is dramatically worse. Right. Yeah, they don't have. They I mean, don't have Gronk, who played cr- like eight games. Okay, Chris Godwin. You know, coming back from ACL and MCL injuries, hopefully he's. Uh, you know, I mean, he, Gage played well. Evans, Godwin, Gage, and Julio Jones is a really, really, really good four. I mean, Julio Jones has not done anything for two years. That's I, I, not I'm, true. He was good in the playoffs last year. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that their skill position guys aren't good. I'm saying their skill position guys are less good than they were the last couple of years. Number one. Number two. Okay, I, their yeah. offensive line. Alex Kappa left to Cincinnati. Uh, the Jew Alley Marpet retired. Um, mm-hmm. Although the Patriots gifted them Shaq Mason for no discernible reason. Um, yeah, though the right side of their line is sensational still. Yeah, I mean, they, they drafted Luke uh, Gedeke. I don't know how to say his name in the second round. But like mm-hmm. there's major health issues here. Starting center Ryan Jensen already. The center out is the months. big issue. The center yeah. is the big issue. Um, and I just think like the nightmare scenario for this team is a failure to keep your 45 year old quarterback healthy. Obviously, but I, I've been at Worfs is still a star like Shaq Mason, uh, you know. Whatever we don't know why Belichick got rid of him, but I, but he it, I mean, very strange, yeah, yeah. So I, I the line like in as much as I keep having these line injuries, their line is still fine. The, their line is good. Their skill position guys are good. What I'm saying is both of those are less good than the last two years. That's all I'm saying. Not necessarily. I don't know how much worse Gage plus Julio is than 30 year old Antonio Brown. I mean, when he was on the field, Antonio Brown was great. When he was on the field playing, I and they say. and Not they when he was on the, the field third or fourth Jets running back in the draft, like Rashad White could end up being a star. Who knows? Yeah, maybe um, I don't love. The, I didn't love of all the running backs. He was the one I don't really yeah. love, but he could be good. I mean, we've skipped right over the the coach confidence ranking. Todd Bowles. Yeah. Uh, n- now you know Arians. I had, had him a- as my coach. My confidence ranking three, yeah. three. Not so great. Um. Now you know Arians and, and Brady had a big falling out over Antonio Brown and other issues. Um. There's a lot of there's a lot of trans uh, sort of consistency in this transition because Byron left, which is still the OC and Brady is obviously sort of, you know, runs a lot of the offense also, but you know, bowls is a, is a question mark. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think there's reasons to be concerned. Now the saving grace is a division because Carolina and Atlanta suck and new Orleans might be good, but you know, they also, their coach and quarterback combo is not one to engender too much confidence. Yeah, here's the first of all, I, I have a theory I was just thinking of on the way home. Byron Leftwich should like give the team's offensive playbook to the other teams. And like his plan should be we're going to lose every game 45 42 because I cannot miss another year of like getting interviews and it's like January 30th and we're still in the playoffs. Like he has to Leftwich and be enemy have to like throw games as offensive coordinators this year, basically <laughs> miss the playoffs score 32 points a game. So go that, nine so that they're more the eligible for interviews. Yeah. I mean, it has not stopped uh, assistance on teams deep in the playoffs. I know it's just a funny bit. So, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So bowls gets the job. I like bowl. I like bowls. He's like such a confident guy. He's like very confident in his abilities. Yeah. 
and he's very even keeled. I mean, just to come back to Leftwich for one second, could you make the argument? Because Arian's obviously an offensive guy. Now that Mm -hmm. he's gone and the the head coach obviously doesn't pay any attention to offense, any offensive success they would have would have to go to Leftwich. Oh, yeah, he will will just go to Brady and and Leftwich. Yeah, Bowles is a is a is a pure defensive guy in a locker room guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Zimmer vibes there. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um. Yeah, but uh, anyway, Bowles, uh, he's not a disaster. Like we, in hindsight, the Jets were more competitive with him than they've been with the next couple guys. So, who knows? Uh, But yeah, my confidence rating right now for Bowles, you can you can win the Super Bowl. Listen, if if the offensive line holds up and their forty-five year old quarterback holds up, then this team could easily win the Super Bowl. So you could win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they're number three, and I. I mean, listen, that's not a hot take here, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I have them three. He's not George Seifert. He's probably better than that. And George Seifert won a Super Bowl. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. He's not George Seifert. He's probably better. Well, George Seifert also went one fifteen. Um, but, but, but the year, but George Seifert took over a team and then they won the Super Bowl. So he, he took over a team that like you and I could have brought to fifteen and won. Okay, well I don't know, but yeah. in the Seth Wickersham uh, Patriots book, he says that Walsh a hundred percent wanted the Niners to lose without him, which is insane. So then the fact that that Seifert won despite him, that's a feather in his cap. He like was cried or was depressed for years or something. Wickersham says, which is what's wild is it's mostly an anti Belichick book. That's a pretty anti wall statement. Well, how about to want your team to not to not to want your former team to fail when you leave is sort of. Yeah. Yes. Which is why he ends up going to Stanford to like sort of like try and rebuild his legacy and and doesn't really work. But it's mostly because Brady speaks to him and Brady's family, whoever, like he gets much more from the Brady camp than the Belichick camp. So it's a much more pro Brady book than Belichick book, in my opinion. Mm. But Be- but he claims in the book that Belichick, he that Belichick wants to leave them. Like with a with a good quarterback and constant winning, which I I don't know if that's true. I don't know. It's possible, but he claims that Belichick wants to leave them in a good place. Okay. Like that's been one of his goals. It's All a right. very the book is very anti Ernie Adams. It, it makes Ernie Adams seem like an idiot. Um, yeah, I mean, these books are always limited by who the guy spoke to and who the guy. Yeah, a hundred percent. Every nonfiction book is like that's how I, when I read them, I'm like, All right, is he getting this from who's who's give, who's leaking him this anyway? Yeah. Um. All right. So let's yeah, talk uh, about the Bucks defense because you've done yes. a, a very deep dive onto their defense. Yeah, it's funny because this is such a veteran. It's almost like a like a good baseball team. Like it's so hard to make this team the same guys year after year now. JPP and and uh, Dominic and Sue. Sue still free agents, both not there. It's funny. Two guys. Can, can we talk about sort of the veteran guys who aren't on rosters right now? Those two, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I mean, those are three big names. Is who Odell going to sign with somebody? Yeah. Oh, for sure. OK, yeah, I think he'll sign. I just think like What's he it makes for? more sense to like wait for in-season desperation. I mean, if you don't want to work full time, I guess. What I about Baltimore? Know. Would Baltimore take Odell? Yeah, I think every team in the league would take Odell. Right? Yeah, but I'm saying that's a good match. Like that, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good match. I mean, they don't seem interested in wide receivers, but yeah, that would be. Helpful. I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, but they did add Akeem Hicks from the Bears to sort of mm-hmm. uh, replace Sue. There, uh, a- yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so yes. tell me about this defense because you're the expert here. Yeah. Uh, like Give was, our I listeners mean- a preview of a nugget that they're otherwise that everyone else in America is going to have to wait to Sunday night to hear. Hmm. Oh, a Devin White blitz last year, 133 times. Only like four other guys blitzed even 70 times the whole season. And what was the impact of those 133 blitzes? So, 
a couple things I yeah, a couple things I noticed. Are you still there? You like uh, yeah, I'm I'm all ears. Yep. Um uh they they really like White and Levante David play hundred percent of the snaps. It's funny. Like they're really the a backup on this team is very limiting. Like it it is very much like the minor leagues with the Bucks. Like you make the roster and then like year two, you get like you get to play special teams and like year three, you get to play like eight snaps on defense. And then finally it's like, all right, let's find out before his contract's over. But this is high risk good. because they got a lot of veterans. And if guys are hurt, they could be in a world of trouble. Well, their whole team is also going to be free agents after this. This is the, an ult- I mean, their quarterback's 45. So this yeah. is an obvious thing to say, but this whole team is very win now. They got a lot of guys who are. Yeah, but it's weird to me like that. They haven't made any investment in backups. Like, you know, we're, they're still riding Blaine Gabbert behind Brady, for example, mm-hmm. Bridgewater and others were available. I yeah, just, they didn't have a ton know, of. They didn't have a lot of draft picks this year. Yeah, I didn't take a draft pick to get Bridgewater. Uh, their top, their first uh, pick was thirty. They traded down from twenty-seven to thirty-three. They picked Logan Hall. He hasn't really shown anything, uh, in uh, uh training camp. I, I, I think people always say preseason is overrated. I think for rookies and for there's never like, oh, Jamar Chase is, I I know they had like the ball stuff, but once like the games actually start, it's never like, oh, this guy sucks. And and it's like, oh, preseason doesn't matter. And then he's good. You can really tell. I can tell. Like, I know which of the Jets rookies, like, what is going on? This guy. I think you can tell which guys are going to be bad. You can't tell who's going to be good. Yeah, you can tell which. Yeah, if someone is like leading the preseason and receiving yours, that does not mean they're going to be good. But if someone is not doing anything, I think it, it could be. Yeah, bad. people have been salivating on the Vikings over, you know, a rookie running back and a rookie guard putting up monster numbers. I'm like, yeah, but they're playing second stringers and third stringers. So, yeah, Jets Twitter was like melting down because they cut their fourth safety today uh, in 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 pl- instead of a different like higher draft pick guy who everyone wanted to cut. And it was like, all right, none, if any of these guys matter at all, then the, the season is uh, is a mess. Yeah, they actually cut, I tried uh, to explain this to my son. I took my son to the Bengals Giants game a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He's been and, to more preseason games than I have been. And he was extremely upset that we were leaving early. And then he begged it when we got the home. The players were leaving early. So he begged at home to watch the rest of the game. And I tried to explain to him, like, this game means nothing. The guys playing in the fourth quarter are guys that neither you nor anyone else will ever have heard about. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Uh they the they cut um uh what's it, uh, Logan Ryan today. They have, I mean, they have a lot. They do have some depth. Like Keanu Neal is is a backup on this team, um. But Carl Nassib, they they signed um pretty recently. He's uh mm. he, he's a backup pass rusher. Carl, who names a kid Carl? Uh, what's uh Tom's friend uh, Donald Trump gonna think about that signing? Yeah, I it, I was just reading about that in the book. I, I'm like ninety five percent of the way done with the Wicker Show. You know what? It's annoying. Someone like spilled water. You ever you ever have like uh, water spill on your, one of your books? Yeah. So the pages get sort of that wrinkly thing. So it's like I mean the book is like ruined. But if it was like if it was on page two, I'd have to reconsider reading the book. But I'm so close to the end that I don't care, and I'll just like toss it or whatever after. Um. Yeah. So I mean that that's the Bucks. A lot of veterans: Shaq Barrett, Levante David, uh, William Golston. A lot of these guys have been on the team like nine, ten years. Kim Hicks, like you said, Kim Hicks is a big dude. He's really more like uh, yeah. a four-three nose tackle. So him and Via are just enormous guys next to each other. I, I, I mean, Shaq Barrett is, uh, is obviously their best pass rusher. The, the defense is solid. I, I don't know if they are an elite pass rushing team. Their second corner. Is I, th- a I think bit their, of a I think mark. their defensive line has less depth than just about any defensive line in football. Well. 
I yeah, mean, Hicks play, and Vita Vey are fine, but they're old. They play two defensive linemen most snaps. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was looking like they they only plays like half the snaps, even though. He yeah, but I mean, most teams have like seven or eight guys in a rotation. They're not even gonna have six, seven guys. Well, on no, three, four, three, four teams. Yeah, I know. I, know. I have to get you, listen. Line. The Vikings have never had a three, four in my life until now. I got to get you. It's to very it. funny. Yeah, it, it. I was. Um, yeah, Zadarius Smith and um, and Daniel Har- and, and Daniel Hunter are no longer uh, considered defensive ends, I guess. Yeah, no, it's it's the the I was a, a, a four, three guy as a kid and then Parcells. And grow, bring in the three four, and then we the Jets have really bounced around. They were four three for a while. Now they're now they're a three four again. So yeah, the three four teams. But I mean, but I'm just like look line. across their depth chart. Like like who are the backup safeties if something happens to Winfield or Edwards? They don't really have. I want Keanu Neal, but he's I yeah. Mean, and he then, tried and playing then, linebacker and last. Then year. who's next after that? Yeah, I mean, there's nobody. Uh, yeah, I, uh, but the, the weird thing about safety is like there was a few like solid players got cut to probably more than any other position like. The Eagles cut Harris, who started for them last year. Jack, uh, Jack Kiski, I always forget to pronounce his name. Tart. So there's um, there's uh, there's a bunch of safeties out there. Yeah, you can find you can find safeties in late August, early September. You can't find say wide receivers unless unless you're looking for a backup junior. Um, yeah. Do you want uh, let's let's start with uh, I want to I would I I want to do the uh, full season previews but let's while we're talking about the bucks let's at least start with the nfc south okay okay i'm gonna give you because i want to do i want to do orders for for all uh eight divisions so i'm gonna go bucks saints falcons panthers do you have any disagreements there you have so you have the falcons ahead of the panthers Yes, Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers. Okay, so that that that's the mild hot take because this is a division that's as sort of ordered as any in football, right? But it's generally yeah. it's considered Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Yes. Now I, I mean I the Falcons wanted... are openly tanking this year, whereas the Panthers, their, their coach and quarterback are playing for their careers. Yes, although Mariota is not openly tanking. Yeah, but I mean the GM said they're they said they're going to quote take it on the chin this year. I mean, right. the Panthers aren't tanking on purpose, but the Panthers could be disastrously bad anyway. Yeah, I think the Panthers can win five games. I just don't think Atlanta's going to win five games. So yeah, I mean, yes, but but Tampa. So here's what I, yeah, but 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 the thing is this: if Brady or some of these old guys do miss time, given the lack of depth, the lack of quality backups we just discussed, there is a window in theory for the Dennis Allen uh, Saints to uh, sneak away with the division here. Yeah, it's not impossible. Right. Saints I mean, like, we if you're a Saints team. fan, you got to assume that you're winning minimum three out of four and preferably four out of four against Carolina and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And you have dominated the Bucks the last couple of years when everything was working for Tampa. So if you're in New Orleans, I think your attitude is grab five wins in the division. And then, you know, we just got to go. We don't even have to be 500 elsewhere. And we, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. So I was thinking anything we agree on or if we have the same hot takes on any teams, when we, you know now and, and and the next couple episodes as we do our our um you know season picks and future bets or whatever then i do we we had talked about starting a consortium the two of us mm-hmm. uh betting consortium so you're you so if we have the same if we're in agreement i think we should place those bets before the season all right well what are your win totals for the teams we just mentioned okay but and by the way just so my bucks saints falcons panthers is plus 600 but you're not into it I only want to bet do bets. Oh, no, no, no. I have Panthers pick. over Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because that, the, but the, there's no value there because that's like such a chalk pick. 
No, that's plus one eighty five. The, yeah. the, the, the it's not worth it. Division. It's, 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 it's not bad. To, to do something under two to one when you're picking four teams in sequence would be a really bad bet. Yeah, I honestly don't hate the don't hate the six to one, but you're not into it. Um, okay, give me win totals and we'll we'll go over under for for these NFC South teams. All right, well, Tampa's eleven and a half. So the, what did they win last year? Thirteen. They I were mean, thirteen it's, and it's four. A huge number, but I just it is a huge number. Uh, but you know, I, I would if I was forced, I would take the over. If Brady misses three or four games, let's say he's got uh, assemblies to go to. Yeah, he's got another vacation plan. Could they still get to twelve wins? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you're betting on health. It's not. It's why it's not a great bet. But I just, you know, it's such I, a weird old team. They're so old. Yeah. Is that weird? I don't know if it's weird. I mean, it's just weird how old they are. Oh, they're structured. Yeah. Um, I'll go over though. I mean, yeah, they won 13 last year, and it's not like things went like it's not like they had tremendously positive luck last year. Right? No, Fournette was hurt a lot. Was he? No, Fournette was good. I thought Ronald Jones was or fumbling. I don't know if he was hurt, but uh yeah, let's go over on the box. Where uh what is the Saints line? Are we gonna play the schedule game or we're just saying over without even going through it? Oh no, I wanna I I, I wanna do more season picks. Okay. We don't have to go through the whole schedule. All right, all right. So then we uh we go to New Orleans next. Theirs is at eight and a half. I like the over there, I think. Yeah, I, I would give them nine wins if I had to pick. But it's again, it's not something I have huge confidence. In. No, it's not my best bet. I don't think we have to put a real money on it. But I, I my my prediction for them would also be nine and eight. Yeah. All right. Then Carolina six and a half. I think we both like the under. Yeah, I really like the under there. Should we bet on Carolina's under? No, because it's a low number and they have such another bad team in their division. OK, fine. Um, yeah, but I think they're probably going to win five games. And then and what's the, Atlanta for Atlanta's at five. Mm hmm. And yeah, I don't think I would take the under there also. So I would, I, take I would the, lean the I would over take the there. over it's on the two hard. good teams and the under on the. Two I mean, you could teams. push it five and twelve. Like five and twelve is not hard. I do think Pitts could be a monster this year. I do think they might be able to move the ball actually. So <sighs> I mean, I mean, and Smith okay. is, I mean, Smith is going to get fired if they you, suck you like anyway. London. Yeah, I like London. I have. I don't know what no, they. I'm not talking about the rookie riders here. I'm talking about do you like visiting the town. I was there. Well, it's not really a town. It's like one of the major cities in the world. London town. I was. The, I guess that's true. Yeah, I was in the airport. It was my only the first and only time in. Uh, well, I shouldn't say first and only. That's implying I'm never going back. Um, first time in uh, the UK. Uh, I have no takes on the UK. Have I given my anti UK uh, name? The air conditioning sucks in Europe. That's all. I, that's all I have to say. Like the air conditioning is well, so that's bad all of Europe. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I would never. I. I would be fine not going back, honestly. Just because of the lack of AC. Yeah, because of the lack of AC. It's an insult. Yeah, you're a man who needs your, your air conditioned. I mean, I'm checking the air at work constantly. Mm. Nobody wants me sweating. <laughs> it's bad for everybody if I start sweating. No one wants like the fat guy, the beard, to start sweating. It would be horrible. Yeah, okay. I don't disagree. All right. So, so what was we your play UK this... take? Oh, it's just the, the branding is so poor. First of all, are you United Kingdom? Are you Great Britain? You got too many mm -hmm. names. Great Britain is they always add and Northern Ireland. Everything's like Great GB Britain is a terrible Anna. name. You know who's great? You know who's not great? People have to say that they're great, right? Mm -hmm. If you're calling yourself Great Britain, you're not. But great. would you argue people? You know who's not United? People have to tell you that you're not United. But I mean, United is a little bit different than Great. Like United is is a description of the you know. But you could make the same argument. Fine. And by the way, our states of America are not so united right now. So. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I think they should ditch the UK, ditch the GB, and just go with Britain. Adopt one name. We're Britain. That's it. So no Great Britain. It's yeah. all Britain. All Britain. Yeah. And you you think that they should also take over Ireland, you were saying. Mm. Well, actually, I was going to go the other way. I was saying, or just get, you know, just get rid of all, get rid of Wales, get rid of Scotland, get rid of Northern Ireland, just be England. It's also Everything. confusing in, in the World Cup. They're separate, but in the Olympics, they're together. It is confusing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that country. The country yeah, is, that is, is weird. one. Is it four? The Welsh flag and like everything but Wales is cool, except that they're like, because they're not even a real country, nobody really pays attention to them. So your opinion is Wales is not even a real country. I mean, is it? I don't know. I think it's a country. The, 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 the king or queen's son is officially in charge of it. They got a cool dragon on their flag. The dragon, no part of the Union Jack, right? I thought the Union Jack supposed to be a combination of all the flags. We did we rank the Wales flag? Hmm? We ranked the Wales flag. Um, no, because I think we only. I don't. I don't think that Wales was included in our flag rankings. Yeah. Or maybe it was. Should I check? No, you don't have to check. Okay. All right. So, is it time for the schedule game here for the Bucks? No, we're not playing the schedule game. We're not. Oh. How much? How much more time do we have here? I don't know. I'm not paying attention to the clock. We have. Let's do what? Let's do one more. Let's we, do we have, one we have a lot of time. OK, let's do one more division. So why don't we play we the schedule? Game? That's one of the that's a tradition on this podcast. And we don't have a Homer fan, so it'll be better because it won't be like some absurdly like high number. We've already given their over under. OK, Fine. let's play the schedule game. Fine. Uh, are you picking the wins and losses? I'll pick. Yeah, you give me the, the, the games. I'll pick. OK, all right. OK, so week one at Dallas Sunday Night Football. By the way, Brady's eight to one to win the to win MVP. Ro- road favorites here in week one. So they played this game last year. It's the exact same game. Week one, Sunday night. Correct. Great game. And I believe they won. Dak threw for like 400 billion yards, but they won. I'm going to say Dallas wins this time. Uh, By the way, no, we did not rank the flag separately, but um, I did have the United Kingdom, the Union Jack. I had their flag number two overall. Mm -hmm. You had it all the way down at 63. What a hater. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember why. Sorry. Uh, I mean, 63 is not terrible, right? It's it's in the top, you know, 40 percent. So, uh, yeah. All right. So is uh, this a win or a loss in Dallas? I lost, 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 lost Loss in Dallas. OK, then they go at New Orleans week two. New Orleans, again, has owned them the last couple of years, at least in the regular season. I'll stay lost. All right. So oh, that was the nine nothing game last year. All right. Then mm-hmm. week three, they come home to face Green Bay home opener. Very tough early schedule here. That is really tough. I'll say win. OK, and then uh, they some- could be on three. And then Sunday Night Football again, they face the Kansas City Chiefs. Jeez. Is it home? Is it home? I'll say win. Okay, so you're very big into the home road split, I guess, because... I mean, two and two would be almost like a victory for them after four games. All right, well, the victory is the next, uh, you know, the, the month of October, because it gets much easier. Okay. Uh, Atlanta in week five. Um, Win. Three and two at Pittsburgh in week six. Win. Four and two at Carolina in week seven win five and two then a, a short week thursday night football against the ravens where's that game that's at home i'm gonna say loss all right so uh, a five game winning streak over down to five and three and then they face the rams defending champions at home in week nine i'm gonna say loss Oh, five and four. Okay, well then I guess we should not be taking the over. Maybe. Well, let's um, see. Well, that's where we may have to reevaluate. Okay, five own. and four. Then they fly mm-hmm. to Germany, not England, but Germany, to face Seattle mm-hmm. in week ten. Yeah, some coworkers wanted to go, but the tickets sold out in like uh, under one second. I think uh, that's a win, though. 
Okay, so six and four. Then they get the buy. No one else is getting the buy after their trips to Europe this year, but uh, the uh, the Bucks. Thing was up to the teams. Yeah. All right, so six and four, and then they come home and they face Cleveland in presumably Jacoby Brissett's last game. I thought you were going to say like after Berlin they go play Cleveland in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, they win. All right, seven and four, and now they come home Monday Night Football against New Orleans. Can New Orleans sweep them uh, the regular season? Win? No, they, those, it's a split. Okay, split. so they finally win a game, a regular season game against mm-hmm. New Orleans. All right, so eight and four. Then they go at San Francisco in week 14. Tough game. I'll say loss. Eight and five. And then they come home and face the Bengals in week 15. I'll, I'll say win. Nine and five. And then at Arizona on on Christmas night. That's a really Eve, tough Christmas schedule. Night. I'll give them a win. All right, 10 and five. And uh, they need to win out to top that 11 and a half, uh, but it gets much easier because they have Carolina at home and at Atlanta. I don't love that win total. I'll, I'll give them 12 and five. So from eight and five to 12. So eight and five, you're sweating it a little bit, but then they uh, yeah. finish 12 and five. Uh, but I don't love it. I would not bet that now that I hear that. Jeez. It's a hard schedule. Yeah. Now, the Saints also have a hard schedule. So, yeah, I mean, a little easier, obviously, because they're not playing all the first place teams, right? Yeah, but uh, they're not playing uh, the Packers. They're not playing. Yeah, but um, all right. Uh, you you promised me that you. Well, the so Bucks extra team is the Chiefs. The also, defense. you promised me tons. Oh, of can bets. I give you? Can I? Well, no, I did. I did the opposite. Can I? Uh, w- one of my favorite stats. So the Bucks first of all drafted two tight ends, which you don't see every day, right? But one of them, Coquifed, in the sixth round. I love this. He played five seasons in college football. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to guess how many receptions he had in, in his five seasons? The sixth round draft pick. Uh, 14. I don't know. 12 catches. He oh. caught 12 balls in five years. Okay. Not bad. I drafted. Yeah. Tight end. It is funny. Like tight ends are so not a part of college offenses that. I mean, the, who's the guy? Charlie Kohler. I'm trying. I don't even know what team he got drafted by, but he was like the only guy who really was like super relevant as the tight end last year. And then. Um, the kid on Notre Dame, but he's still at Notre Dame. He didn't leave. Michael Meyer, who's like, who's really good. Yeah, 12 catches over five years. But here's my favorite uh, stat for Coquifed. He's five-time All-Big Ten academic-wise. Five-time All-Academic Big Ten. Okay, good. So he's smart. No, no I'm saying, how do, you, how do you make five-time, like, did this guy not get graduate degrees? Like, do, do you get, like, you go to the well, maybe it was redshirt. So I guess you can still qualify for all academic even if in the season you don't play or something. I don't know. It's, maybe uh, yeah, because of COVID, that, there were all kinds of weird rules that year. It's just funny to me, yeah, that you could be five time academic all Big Ten. Like at a certain point, it's probably like graduate school or something. I don't know. It's probably probably uh, an untied, like maybe a tied record, but probably an unbroken record. I don't think anybody's ever been six times all academic conference. Um, I don't know. Let's find that out. Utah has a couple kids, the uh, Utah and BYU, who are like fifty-five. It's ins- they, they look at their roster. They have some really. They have guys who are playing like twenty fourteen who are still on the team. I don't know how, but there's a lot of there's college basketball and college football this year. Be- and, and last year a little bit also, just because of COVID, and everyone gets the automatic extra year. So unless you're like the Jabari Smiths of the world, these guys, all, it's going to be very old. You're going to have a lot of like twenty two, twenty three olds, especially with NIL. That it's like. Oh, why would I go, you know, make $60,000 a year playing in the second division in Spain when I can, uh, you know, make 60000 staying at my college for another year? Did we get bombed? 
I don't know. I'm just I'm yelling with my kids right now because they're uh, causing chaos. Mm-hmm. Now, much like Tom Brady. That's why he had to go on vacation. I think I think just By the way, I'm mad. trying to find out if anybody's been a six time. Um, oh, I found somebody six time. Sean, I'm on this guy's LinkedIn page. OK, OK. Yeah. His name is Sean Xani. He's the well, president. I'm going to be honest. He's the president of Exotic Car Leasing LLC. OK. In Fort Lauderdale. So this is a guy who's uh, what kind of cars do you think they sell there? He, uh, he's, he's leasing like Lambos to drug dealers, basically. OK, fine. And he says that he was a six time all academic at Rutgers. We oh, couldn't have been six times. Men's ca- basketball been... team captain, it says. What's his last name? Wait, hold, wait. If he was the be- captain of the men's basketball team, this is a very easy to confirm thing. Oh, I'm on sportsreference.com. I'm looking at his numbers. Did he play six years? He played four years. Yeah, he's, he's a liar. They had a guy deep on their benches. He did actually start every game in his senior year at Rutgers. Uh, almost every game. He put up five points a game. So big numbers for Sean. Six foot eight. He's probably counting semesters, not years. Maybe. That's how he's getting to six. I don't know. I don't know. Six, six time all academic Big East for Sean. I mean, it Sandy. wouldn't be the first time somebody lied on a LinkedIn page also. No, it would be the first. Nobody is. No one's ever lied on LinkedIn before. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 